Yeah. Okay. Oh, and here we are. All right. I've hit record. Perfect. We're all on the same page here. Look at that. Um, God. Ugh. Has anybody seen any new things? Like any better beep, 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 beep. I got a close oh, browse fuck. update. Coming oh, in hot. Coming oh, shit. in oh, fuck. hot. Uh. Oh, my God. A little sprouse update. Little little sprouse update. Shit. I went to see Mean Girls, the movie, the, the musical, the movie. Oh, I still not um, sure. Uh, and it was very fun. But I was and there they, they had. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Wait, what? They had. Um, there were previews because I was in a movie theater, which I know you two are back back to your movie going ways, but I have seen approximately three movies in the theater in three years. Um, oh, sure. Okay, okay. So, anyway, have you heard the good news about the film Lisa Frankenstein? No. And why no. did they make that one? Well, it exist? looks like a, an 80s neon fever dream. And, Jim, how's your sugars? Uh, they're a little large. Okay. You want to do some drugs about it? I'll take a little yeah, injection wanna... about that. Well, you, you can keep telling your story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so Lisa Frankenstein is. There is a Winona Ryder in Edward Scissorhands type girl. Okay. You're, who, you're speaking my language. Uh, yeah. All right. Sure. Who is obsessed with this carved bust on this gravestone, and that's her boyfriend. And one night okay. in, the, in the graveyard, she and the grave get struck by lightning, and the guy... From the grave comes back. This is this is Cole Sprouse. No, Cole Sprouse comes back from the dead. Cole Sprouse comes back from the dead, and he's all decrepit and falling apart. So she has to like she gets a goth glow up, and she has to try to fix him in not the way that teenage girls normally try to fix boys, you know, in more mm. the Frankenstein right. way, <laughs> right? The better way. Yeah. What um, the fuck? The way that dude. might actually work. So anyway, I will 110% be watching Lisa Frankenstein starring our boy Jughead. Wow. As a character who mostly has to grunt, so I think he's going to be great in it. Yeah, you know? I also think sure. he's going to do perfect. Mm-hmm. I am going to be honest, I pulled up the trailer and it's playing right now. And wow, that bust sucks. Wait right? A second. It's so bad. Why had- is there a bust? On a gravestone. I looked at that bust and I was like, that's nobody I've ever seen before. That that can't Is be anybody. Is it supposed to be that Darth Vader? That can't be anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's the boy. Oh. <laughs> and like, but wow. this The concept for this movie is It's solid gold, insane. baby. It's insanely good. Yeah. I see... Uh, Wow. In in my Riverdale window, it has updated to show me that today number nine in kids movies is Cats. How no. dare it make a fucking? It's number nine in kids movies. The the butthole cut or like? I, yeah. Hashtag release what the butthole thinking? cut. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> it, release the butthole. I cut. do not believe it's the For butthole. For the love cut. of God. God damn it. It is definitely the some cats have human hands cut <laughs> because a lot of them oh, have yeah. human hands, including the, Judy Dench. Remember that cat that fuck? wears Judy Dench's actual wedding ring? That's a good cat. That's crazy. <laughs> Such a crazy fucking... Just the, the abject ineptitude that went into building this movie. Just so bad. That's uh, I. You know what? You know what's a joke that doesn't go out of style? 
is t- saying uh, so-and-so, uh, was it a, a star of the film Cats? For example, Idris Elba, a star of the film Cats. A star of the film Cats. <laughs> That's really good. I Jason Derulo, a star of the film Cats. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Ian McKellen, should... a star in the film Cats. <laughs> Does that know who Cats. Jason Derulo is? Jason Derulo. Okay, so clearly other people know who Jason Derulo is. Yeah, he says his name at the beginning of his song, so you know who's singing. So you know who it is. Oh, like how Blackpink lets you know who they are and where they're located in all of their songs? Yeah. I I guess. It's not an anime, Um, okay? That's K-pop. Thank God. Thank God. That's almost an anime. That's almost an anime, though. K-pop is... K-pop it's has, like live action anime. It has very thorough cultural penetration. <laughs> like, if you don't know about K-pop, you're weird. I don't know about Jim, K-pop. have you ever seen me without this hat? Yeah. <laughs> also, me without this hat? God damn it. Okay, I'm weird. I'm, weird. I'm, weird. I'm a weirdo. And we're weird. We're weirdos together that don't know about K-pop. Mm-hmm. Jim, I don't know what to tell you. Also, Lisa Frankenstein comes out three days after my birthday, so I'm definitely going to see that. Let's for sure. fucking go. Let's fucking um, go. The part in the trailer where she puts the corpse in the tanning bed and the, you get the sense oh, yeah. that she accidentally barbecues Cole Sprouse. Perfect. A plus. Uh, immaculate. Immaculate. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much to everyone involved in the making of this. I can't fucking God. wait to see it. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what they made Cole Sprouse do because they didn't want to do any of this shit. First off. No, I think he. I think he did want to. You think he did want to? Yeah, I think he was so... I think he's so proud of this film. <laughs> oh, he calls it a film and not a movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, yeah it's working a, on this film. film. Also, uh, one of his conditions on, on signing on was that he shows Hog. For sure. <laughs> I think it's PG-13, so... Oh, that's a great screen grab, Mom. <laughs> wow. grab him showing Hog. No, no Jim! Jim! Jim, God, what the fuck is your deal, man? No, he's like coming out of the fucking tanning bed. Look, here's here's a part of the reason the Cole Sprouse is and doing just fine. And doing just, I'm coming out of my cage. I'm doing not great. I'm going back in my cage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Cole Sprouse is jazzed to be playing a teenage love interest at 31 years of age. Oh my God, he's 31. Yeah, I didn't realize. <laughs> How old Cole Sprouse was? Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> you you just almost quoted one of my notes for this episode, and I'm really excited to get to it now. Oh my god, Cole Sprouse is 31. <laughs> do you almost verbatim? Do you want to guess how old Dylan Sprouse is? Is he 30? You're so close. Oh, uh, he's 33. <laughs> he's also 31. Doing this bit with me, Matthew. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're he's twins. 31. They're 30, yeah. 31. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I'm going to be honest, forgot they were twins for, <laughs> <laughs> for a second there. Because Dylan is just so much better. It's like he's not even from the same side. <laughs> I don't know what your obsession is with Dylan Sprouse. He's by Jim's far the better Sprouse. I just very don't into it. Like, all right. He's been in less things though. Yeah, which means that there's way less evidence that he sucks. Oh, fair enough. 
But also they like <laughs> sorry, we're going on a we're going on a Cole Sprouse slash yeah. Sprouse twins Sprouse, tangent here. Sprouse bros. They went to they went to like normal college. They like they like definitely separated themselves from acting. And then I think Cole Sprouse did a thing on Reddit where he pretended to be him like he did a thing where he pretended to be himself, I think. Like some sort of weird social. How do you experiment. pretend to be yourself? I don't understand. It was like I I don't know. He was like either trying to be like uh, pretending to be a Cole Sprouse fan or something like that. I don't remember. It was some weird shit. And then like Dylan also it didn't do that and instead started like a brewery, you know? So <laughs> it's just a very weird uh thing that the weird bro got all the fame and the other one just like started a brewery. I don't know. He's he's weird. He's a weirdo. He did. Oh my god. What did he do? Anyway, I'm, now I'm going to look this up. Ed. Um so uh yeah, who who was your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> and by daddy I mean this guess, podcast. I'm Matt's mom. Sorry. <laughs> I got I got a bad case of oatmeal brain today. I'm so sorry. Timing. It's <laughs> the key to comedy. Who are you, oh, Jim? I'm, I'm, Matt's, I'm Matt's friend. I just I just spoiled it. And welcome everybody to Riverdale and Sword. It's a podcast with Pep. Not tonight. Um, I don't think not so. Not tonight. No, there's not a lot of Pep. It's a podcast with absolutely no will to live. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of going, uh, maybe not a Riveter on through it. Maybe just we're going through it right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a um, <laughs> it's a podcast where we're going through it. We're all just treading water until we can go watch Lisa Frankenstein. Yep. I do not believe I will be watching Lisa Frankenstein. Oh, um, moments How dare ago, you. Jim. When Jim your mom the, started no. the Lisa Frankenstein Stop. story. No, you also have to watch Lisa Frankenstein with us. How dare know. you? I don't think I can. Come myself. on, dude. I don't know. We got to go see our boy, <laughs> Cole Sprouse. Uh, so <laughs> Be dead. Your your mom mentioned going to see Mean Girls, the musical, the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and I said that I was there when they were filming it. I had a dog walking job at a house adjacent to the abandoned Catholic high school where they filmed the movie. Uh, and they were filming it like the across the couple of weeks that I was there walking that dog twice a day. Uh, it was pretty cool. They had the whole production village behind the school. Uh, and Holy I, shit. I saw like various members of the cast arriving in the morning on little school buses that they drove in from New York City. What? <laughs> uh, they Apparently they drove all of the main cast members in in their separate own little buses, like short buses. Uh, and, Each and cast all of, member yeah, got that a, seems right. a personal short bus? Yeah, and all of like the extras and, and dancers and, and whatnot all came together on one big bus. 
Uh, and they dropped them all off out front of the school and had them walk in the school like it was actually going to school in the morning, which I think is kind of cute. <laughs> That's adorable. Well, they I hope they all had to report to their different homerooms. Yeah, that was their dressing rooms, was all the homerooms. Uh, but it, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, I didn't actually see them shooting at all because they did all of the exteriors at night, I assume, uh, with well, excessive lighting so that there wouldn't be people around. Uh, sure. Like how you do in, in New York. Like anytime you see two detectives walking on the street in a New York filmed cop show, they filmed that at like two in the morning. Really? And with like a how lot great of lights. For the so neighbors. many lights. <laughs> oh yeah, it sucks yeah. if you live on that street. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I've had some wow, friends be like, Yeah, they're filming they're filming on my block and I cannot sleep because it is so goddamn bright. Yeah, you, you can't shoot it during the day because you can't block up traffic on that street. See, you shoot it at at 2 in the morning when there's no traffic on that street, and you just bring in 10,000 gigawatts of light and and fuck up the whole neighborhood. That's so fucked. How the fuck do they... Who came up with that idea, and why were they listened to? That's insane. Oh, they were like, well, it's this, Uh, or we block up all of the traffic in Midtown forever. No, not ever. Like, a day. It's fine. Ever. No, forever. No, yeah. that is forever. That wow. is forever. I didn't know hey. that. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hey. What's up? Hi. What happened? What happened? Last time. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake, gang. Shit's shit's fucked. Um Cheryl has a fucking. That's fuck what party Cheryl because, said. <laughs> yeah, baby. Cheryl's like, you know what? We have hit thirty and are dying. We are actively decomposing. So we must reinvigorate our bodies with random sex. So we're going to have a random sex party. It's a lock and key party. Everybody throw their fucking uh, keys in this bowl, in this glass bowl, which doesn't make sense. It should be a, like, you know, opaque bowl. So you don't know what you're grabbing. Whatever. And so everybody's given time to prepare. Um, Obviously, all of the, the main cast goes. Um... Archie is having complicated feelings for Veronica, who is married. Um, And the same goes for Veronica about Archie. For some reason, Archie is doing construction work in the Pembroke. Um, And there's, like, sparks that fly. And then at the party, Veronica, like, picks up Archie's key. And fucking bad chatty is like, whoa, that's not mine. And, like, slaps it out of her hand or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's basically it and then and then Archie's like what the fuck dude uh, and then our, uh, Chad and Veronica leave Veronica divorces her bad chatty and then goes immediately to fuck Archie I can't remember where I would assume punch camp on the, punch camp I was gonna say I was I was assuming it was <laughs> yeah in camp. this case the F stands for fucking fucking punch camp <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, it's a double F now. It's it's also the fire department. <laughs> <and> the <laughs> yeah, where they park this. The fact I I don't know why this bothers me so much, but the fact that they insist on having the fire truck inside of Punch Camp. Yeah, that sucks. Absolute I mean, insanity. I guess uh, usually fire trucks are in the station. Yeah, it really makes don't... my ass itch. I don't. I can't stand yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they fuck on the on the boxing ring, you know, because that's the softest place in there. Um, Jughead 
is playing America's favorite game. Is it trauma or did he get abducted by aliens? Sexy Mothman, come on down. Come on down. <laughs> so, Chaboy uh, Jar Shoulder has some haunted brain. Uh, keeps seeing some syrup baby bones in the hall and also just syrup babies in general. Um, and then is like really, you know, fucked up, obviously, because he's having, he's seeing shit that's not there. Um, gets drunk at the party. Uh, I think he does, does he pull Tabitha's He does. Key? Tabitha's like, can I take him home, please? And Cheryl is, of guy. course, like, no. Yeah, People you People already left and I didn't like it. <laughs> so no. So no, actually you can't. Um and then we don't know they probably don't fuck, but Jughead is pretty Uh no, she she gets him onto the couch and tucks him in and leaves. Ah, ah yes. But she wants to take advantage of him, which disgusts me and I hate it. Gross. Please. Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely gross. Must we Tabitha hashtag Tabitha deserves more. Yeah. Um for sure. Uh, so depressing. Let's see. Veronica, obviously having troubles with her bad chatty. Also, Tabitha oh, could remember. have any 30-year-old guy. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you fucking drinking over there? What are you gripping and ripping, Cracking dude? up on a cold one, baby. You're cracking up on a brewski, brother? It's uh, Wegmans Black Cherry Vanilla Sparkling Water. Oh, stop. That sounds so good. Um, yeah, anyway... What, what was, what, what the fuck did Veronica do, Veronica do this time? She, she was got like, divorced. She, she just, she just got divorced. That was the, uh, the whole thing. She didn't try and start a new business or anything. She didn't like, nah. <laughs> I don't know. She tried to of, fuck, she tried to fuck Archie in front of her husband. He did not like that. Oh, uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and she was the like, key party well where then. All the keys are completely anonymous, except that. Even yeah. someone it's who not. glances at the bowl can tell whose keys are whose. Mm hmm. Um, so that's for. Yep. Um, Betty is still trying to find Polly. I don't remember a lot about that storyline. They got a call from her. She was supposed to be. Oh. At the phone booth. Mm hmm. And then they. The, the phone booth's all, like, broken and bloody. Right? Yes. Yeah. Do they chase... Do they do a second leg of the chase? Or is it that and then they go to the party? Or is it, like, the party and then that? I can't remember. Um, and then... Oh, boy. The party first, the destroyed phone booth at the very end of the episode. Gotcha. Wait, were there, like... Um, oh! Betty was having some feelings... And she called Archie over, and Archie was like, oh, we're boning? And she's like, no, I just need you to hold me or whatever. And Archie's like, no. Oh, this feels we got bad. A bone. Gross. No, yeah. I don't like it. No, Gross. I don't like it. Mm. Mm, no. Gross. I, no, thank mm. you. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna put it out there. I think I missed my ex, actually. So, yeah. Uh, but I will like, say this. Fucking big up to you, though. Yeah, props to Archie for actually saying it instead of dragging this shit out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. And he's like, yo, fucking fist bump. You're going to get through it or whatever. I'm going to go fuck my ex. And then. They're there. Um, <laughs> they're there. Uh, how can my dick help? In no way. I need to leave. 
Um, and then Kevin, Kevin and Fangs getting married. Oh shit! Except Kevin isn't really into it, um, and is <laughs> actively fucking dudes, uh, like actively fucking truckers. Uh, um, but it turns out that Fangs was also fucking that same trucker or whatever. And then it's revealed that Tony is having their kid. She's the surrogate for um, Kevin and Fangs. And then they have a whole conversation that may be a fight. I, I couldn't tell by the <laughs> by the context clues. <laughs> um, but it seems like, you know, Kevin backs out at the last minute. Yeah, the, the one where Kevin's like, I said that we should get our good friend Tony impregnated because we're going to get married and raise this baby together and actually... And actually, mm, mm, no. I don't think so. No, and Fangs is like, so. well, we can't make Tony be unpregnant now. So we're yeah. fucking in it, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking in it now, man. Good job. Um, and then Cheryl is just the reason she throws a party is because she's like, well, Tony got pregnant and that sucks. <laughs> right. Like, it's just kind of. Yeah, a, that's Tony's what. Yeah. Away from me. And then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's Cheryl, why that's, she Cheryl was like, well, I have to make Tony's everybody fuck. as something bad that happened to Cheryl and not something good that's happened to Tony. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all that happened, though. That's good enough. Yeah. Why not? Uh, all right. So season five, episode nine would have been episode six is called Destroyer. Okay. It turns out in 2018, a movie came out called Destroyer. No um, way. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked. No recollection of this one at all. Um, huh. It's about the moral and existential odyssey of an LAPD detective played by Nicole Kidman. Um, huh. Who was. Wait, the a- hold on. The AMC lady? Yeah. Weird. She they loves got her the in movies. Movie? She Heart loves feels the movies. Good in a place like this. Uh, <laughs> And she was undercover with a gang uh, as a young cop. And then the gang leader comes back. And then she has to reckon with that. I don't know. It's got Nicole Kidman and Tatiana Maslany and probably men. But who cares? Um, <laughs> oh, the, the, Fair the, enough. The poster is Nicole Kidman looking positively haggard and still yeah. hot. <laughs> still really hot. <laughs> Yep. Talk about the magic of Hollywood, you know? Yeah. Wow. How can they do both? <laughs> uh, so we're we're uh, starting this episode. It's got a guy in it named Scoot. Really? <laughs> really now? Scoot <laughs> Is it a person's name or yeah. a character's name? Uh, that's the actor's name. God yeah, that's damn. the person's that's the person's day to day name. Oh yeah, this dude he looks like a scoot uh, yeah, for it's, sure. He's got the, your Sebastian Stans and your Bradley Whitford's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got a whole. She just said I didn't movie. care. See, okay, this dude scoot. This dude scoot's got a mustache, and if he if he shaves it, then is then it's scooter. But he's keeping the mustache to just keep it like professional. <laughs> if he shaves it, then it's skeet. But it's right now it's Scoot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that wow, just this is looks, what it is. This dude looks weird as fuck. I'm sorry, dude. If you're <laughs> Why listening, are you I'm guys so obsessing sorry. about Scoot? 
Well, because his name is Scoot, Mom. Why would you not? <laughs> yeah. I, I already told you. Yeah. Like, he looked, uh, hey, I don't know. He's the same age as us. Well. So just a little younger than Cole Sprouse. <laughs> oh. oh man it's oh wait he's got a beard he's got a beard a in one picture dumps on cole sprouse yeah fuck you cole come on our podcast and talk to us like a like a real man and not a weirdo <laughs> he's he's not he's never gonna hear that. it who cares <laughs> he's like uh uh, anyway, speaking of Cole Sprouse, uh, <laughs> we we this episode comes in hot by by uh, giving us an Arthur C. Clarke quote. Whoa! We see uh. Jughead. Uh, he's in Archie's house where Corporal Jackson lives, and sure. uh, he's got a whole old timey radio setup happening, including this okay. little screen that's just graphing a sine wave over and over again in in green yeah. light. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an what? that's an oscilloscope. Yeah, oscilloscope. and yeah. he says, uh, you know, Arthur C. Clarke once said, two possibilities exist: either we are alone in the universe, or we are not. Both are equally terrifying." Oh my God! His line reads a little bit different, but doesn't matter. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, ta-da! That's Jughead's opening. So. Uh, across next door, it's not across next door at FP's house. Sure. Alice yeah. is on the couch. We get a shot of like a prescription bottle and then a bottle of wine that's mostly gone. And wow. Betty comes comes down and she's like, um, "Mom, it's almost time for the big game. I know that you're very invested in high school football." In the, um, in the okay, <laughs> the epic highs and lows of <laughs> the epic highs and lows of high school football. Let's go. We're gonna have a great time. Triumphant um, defeats. Yep. So you know, Polly's out there. Maybe that wasn't her blood. I sent, I sent samples to the FBI. So we're waiting to hear back. Uh, and Alice doesn't say anything. She just sits up and pours more wine into the wine into her glass, which. Sick. Mood, sick you know? mood. Yep, absolutely. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ellis um, uh, really, really puts her her Juilliard training to work in this episode. Yeah, amazing. Just we got just a little chomping down on that scenery. <laughs> just chewing, <laughs> making a, a meal out of it. <laughs> Friday night lights situation, and here's here's my big note from this little scene. As a KJ Appa should not wear ball caps. He, his ears look huh? so big. His huh? ears look so big. <laughs> Why is he wearing a bald cap? Because oh, he's a coach. God. He's the football coach. <laughs> but why is he wearing a bald with, cap if he's the coach? Without the goofy hair, his ears look so big. His oh, they really stick out. Yeah. Uh, it's what the. Fuck? It's something else he has in common with the Rock besides their equal amount of Samoan. Of ancestry uh, heritage yeah <laughs> well and all both of them have perfectly natural unchemically enhanced muscles mm. yeah mm. also so that. let's not forget that yeah uh it's a it's a football game basically no one is there 
uh, one of the the vixens aren't really cheering. They're standing around chewing bubblegum. And one of them tells Cheryl that the game's a waste of time. Uh, they could be practicing for regionals. Community once did a bit about regionals. regionals. Yes. That slayed me. And it is what I think of every time <laughs> anybody on a show talks about regionals or sectionals. <laughs> It's very, very good, and I'm not going to try to quote it for you, but if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you can just Google <laughs> community TV show regionals. I got to see this because I definitely do not know that bit. It's tied into a bit where they accidentally sub in for the Glee Club after having made fun of the Glee Club. Um, it's very oh, good. Uh, so after after the game, which obviously Riverdale loses, right? Archie Aww, has what? to give a speech and he's just basically like, well, kids, you fought hard and I'm proud of you. You and did then, your, your best out there. Yeah, he's you? giving just a horrible speech. And then Veronica comes into the locker room and she's like, listen, you guys fucking suck. And I'm basically the team owner. What? How dare you? Wow. What? First of all, Hold you're on. not. Um, she's like, what can I do to incentivize you? And I left myself a little note here. It's like, I don't know, Veronica, why don't you invent CTE bucks? Why don't you start printing money for <laughs> people who get injured? Yeah. Oh, man. I was... Uh, CTE bucks are good. When when she said, what can I do to motivate you? I was for 100% sure that she was going to do the bit from Major League where they get like a standee <laughs> of her and like every time they score, they take off a bit of her clothes. <laughs> Like, I was, I was guaranteed that was gonna happen, Uh, but alas, that would have been amazing. Instead, she ought this. I do not understand her finances. She should be underwater right now, based on all of the extra, based on the ten grand extra Veronica Lodge dollars that her class printed, right? Because they, in no way, put that money back in her pocket by picking up trash. That's what she made them do, but that didn't actually put dollars back in her account. fix the problem. Yeah, She's also paying for a divorce lawyer and uh, refurbishing her whole apartment. Well, Archie's doing that for free. You know, she's not going to pay him Mm. in money. That's a good point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that reminded me of the fucking... (laughs) The Rick and Morty bit where uh, they just changed the uh, value of currency. And there's the thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that for money. <laughs> I don't know. Why. That, what, the how you said that, Mom, just like put that right in my brain. I mean, that's how – that's why I do most things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. For money. I, for uh, money. <laughs> So Veronica offers an additional, she's already out 10 grand. She's like, I'll throw another 10 grand at this high school football team. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And then. What the fuck? I just want to start. I just want to start this by saying I truly do not understand football. I don't understand how a one hour game takes four hours. I don't (laughs) understand the rules. I don't know what a down is. Me neither, Mom. I don't know what it means when somebody says first and 10. I don't know. I don't know football. But she says 10 grand to whoever scores first this season. And aren't there on football teams players whose specific job it is not to score, right? Their job is to do something else? Uh, there, There yeah. is, but not on this team because they only have 11 players. Not right now. Uh, 
Derek is still on the team right now. Well, oh my god. But you <laughs> hot gosh. You you are well, right. They normally a football team has a defensive line and an offensive line and the defensive line doesn't ever touch the ball so they can't score. Unless something yeah. goes really really wrong and they get like an interception or something. But like so so yes. Some of the teams would be like uh, team members would be specifically excluded from this incentive, but the Bulldogs are currently only fielding one team for both of those roles. Okay. So all of the kids Anyways. are playing defense and offense, so they might have a chance Ugh. to score. Even though on the offensive line, there's also people who don't have a chance to score because they're like blocking for the quarterback and shit. Yeah. Uh, but all of that aside, it feels like it wouldn't foster good teamwork. Also, uh, no. cash incentive doesn't make you more fit more skilled, physically larger, faster. Like it doesn't it doesn't do anything that affects your ability to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? But like, the same as giving an inspiring speech doesn't make you a better athlete. Yeah. Like none of the things that they do to try and get the team to score can have any effect. At all. <laughs> this does feel like Veronica revealing herself to be an absolutely filthy capitalist whore pig. <laughs> wow yeah she tries to throw thousands of dollars at every problem in this episode yeah <laughs> like, that is not Jesus what these kids Christ. need stop yeah yeah um then there's a little scene where there's like a guy Derek and he's a teen and Archie's like you were the best out there and he's like well whatever man it sucks to lose Oh, Derek, you and Tyler are best friends. Yeah. Um, yep. Then we're back to Archie and Veronica. And Veronica's like, can we push them more? They are maybe 15 years old. Fucking yeah, I don't know. knock it off. What the fuck? <laughs> push the town council. Twenty. Or adults. Leave these children alone. Archie's like, well, we need fans. That would motivate them. Would it, though? Yeah. You know what I love when I'm on a big losing streak is for a bunch of people to come and watch me lose. And be like, mm. yeah, I think that I'll rules. Yeah. 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 I'd love an audience for that, for being woefully <laughs> underprepared and underfunded. That makes me yeah. feel great. Uh, so Veronica assures Archie that she'll get asses in seats. And then Archie's like, well, also... As the coach, I could use some motivation, if you know what I mean. I could Fucking... I could use an ass in a seat. Mm. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 Hey, my, uh, my ass needs a seat, or yours does. <laughs> <laughs> You're, um, you could catch a the pants party. ball and get into the end zone, you know? <laughs> First and ten, baby. You could be my first Archie, and ten. Are you trying to tell me that there's a party <laughs> in your pants? Uh, it's a pants no, Jim, party. There's a passion in his pants, and he ain't afraid to show it. Okay. Mm, mm. He's sexy, and he knows it. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Uh, then we have Jughead <laughs> calling his agent. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I love the I love the the exasperated. It, it remains exhale. an affront to humanity oh, that Cole Sprouse God. is allowed to be in this season. This guy 
This fucking guy. This fucking dude. This season would have been 500% better if they took all of the money they had to pay Cole Sprouse to appear in episodes and just gave it to him and told him, go home. You're abducted by aliens in the first episode. We'll see you in six weeks. Like, yeah, I think the whole season could have not had him in it and had Tabitha frantically searching for him, and it would have been so much better. I think he would have agreed to be a sexy Mothman. You know, if you got to have <laughs> him probably would have. <laughs> yeah, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> anyway, Jughead's calling his agent. He's like, oh, "Well, it's well, listen. The book I want to write is about aliens, but it's not about aliens. It's about trauma. But it's not really about trauma. It's about a town's collective trauma." Anyway, a, can you a... pitch that? It's about aliens, but not like, but not like aliens, aliens, but like yeah. real aliens. Like, but like and aliens though. Abducted me last week. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm gonna write a book about my or abduction. Ago, However, it's not gonna be about my abduction. It's gonna be about the abduction of the towns. Yeah, it's about hope? the abduction of hope. <laughs> <laughs> and Tabitha is already asleep. She's like, yeah. Just... <laughs> oh boy, I gotta go um, prep for tomorrow. I have to go roll every single piece of her- of uh, silverware we have in the diner. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Tabitha, that's like, important to me. Actually, I've never seen The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> He becomes a literal godfather. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> this killed me. Why? Uh, Why does no one talk David. about that? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, what a spectacular uh, movie. God but, damn. <laughs> it's just, God damn. I can't uh, believe it I will me say so this. long to see Barbie. It's spectacular. If you haven't seen it. Stop listening to this podcast right now <sighs> and go watch it instead. This, this you podcast can, we'll is... still be here when it's over. You can <laughs> come back and unpause. Yeah. This you guys podcast ever think about death? is, in fact, better than Cole Sprouse and Riverdale. However, it is not better, it's not better than, than Barbie. the Barbie movie. Yeah. So you, that takes precedence. Yeah, it is absolutely not better than Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever think uh, the only other note I have about this scene. Well, for, uh, firstly, I want to say this. The guy who plays uh, Jughead's agent is bringing the right energy to this scene where he's kind of like, I got to I have to shepherd this guy through writing a book like I have to. And also so I'm going to roll with it. But also a part of me is thinking like he's he's suffering a break from reality right now. Yeah, yeah. he is not well. This good 30 uh, year old man is not well. That being said, shout out to the costuming department who has given Jughead the perfect drunk loser robe. Oh, we've seen yeah. it before. Mm. This is not the first time we've seen it, but every time I'm like, it's perfect. Yeah. Costuming fucking nailed it. Hell yes. For whatever reason, the camera shot for the next scene is bizarre, but I love it. We okay. go to Pops where you're you're looking out like from the kitchen underneath the heat lamp salamander thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where the kitchen puts all their salamanders before they go out. Yeah. That's what the, the heat lamp is called. It's called no, a salamander. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were just like referencing another thing that needs a heat lamp. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, that <laughs> thing is called a salamander. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Um and for whatever reason, 
not for whatever reason, for a million great reasons. There's like a a figurine of Pop, like a bobblehead figurine on that. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. They ask um, it what the recipes are for the burgers. <laughs> and yeah, you have to, you make the head bobble and then it tells you. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then you see Veronica kind of, you kind of see Veronica come in and talk to Tabitha. I don't know the. It feels like they did that shot to like show us this bobblehead. Interesting. Somebody got, somebody got crafty. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't understand it. Anyway, a fan gave that to to Archie at a convention. To somebody at a convention, and they yeah. It. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a. It's unremarkable. I, there was no need for me to talk about it for two minutes. No, it's um, <laughs> <laughs> Veronica has come to Tabitha to say, hey, would it be chill if Pops hosted a pancake breakfast where the town could meet the new football team? And also, don't you think it would be a good business idea for you to sponsor the team? And Tabitha, mm. who's lost her goddamn mind, is like, yes to both. Wow. Wow! 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 Why Sign would me she on even up. Do that? Why would she? I do don't that? know. You know, a, a few weeks ago, oh. I talked about what a dumb idea it was for her to leave any job she could have possibly wanted in Chicago to come run this diner. Uh, maybe I was not right about that. Maybe she's in the place she's supposed to be with these business yeah. decisions that she's making. Yeah. I'm starting to think she she exactly. wasn't quite the hot shot she yeah. portrayed herself to be. Yeah. Because yeah. this makes no sense business-wise at all. Uh, she says she'll order the pancake mix and syrup. And Veronica's like, well, maybe not the syrup. I So this, wow. this set off alarm bells in my brain. Because why the fuck wouldn't the literal only restaurant in Riverdale already be the place that serves Blossom? syrup yeah, yeah why don't they have a deal like they That's should weird. should be all over the place <laughs> should be like come to pops for blossom well, syrup like i think uh, yeah i don't know how is that i not? mean the vibe this season has been that cheryl is having money troubles hmm. yeah you know maybe she's not maybe she's not equipped to run a syrupery <laughs> I'm a syrups. I'm a syruper, sir. I syrup. <laughs> I syrup. Don't you just mean like a sactory? <laughs> what? Sap saptory? Like saptory. Like sactory, like a factory, but replace the the F with S. Yeah. Okay, the Jim, Jim. The thing about that was <laughs> like uh, a bughead and a, and a varchy. Sure. You've and already the, talked about this. Jim. And and a benefer. <laughs> we can't. We, we can't keep it. The fact that you keep God this bit going with Benifer is the best shit I've ever heard. God damn God, it. Because I never see it coming, and then you're like already saying it. And I'm like, oh my I God, was, it's that thing. You're still mad about this after Benifer broke up. <laughs> and then got back together. They both yes. had in marriages in between. <laughs> Those marriages fell apart. And they got back together. That's how long you've been mad about this. <laughs> Die mad about it. <laughs> Your last uh, words are going to be, uh, I'm still mad about the Benefer thing. Yeah. It only and people works. People will go, what? <laughs> 
It only works. You don't, you don't think it's going to be arg? No. Nah, I think it's going to be out. a dumb dick joke. Yeah. That's my... I feel like, Jim, from knowing you, you're going to want to go out with at least... Maybe a dick joke, or maybe just airing the last grievance you have, which is Benefer. Mm. You want everybody to know how much you hate Benefer. Yeah, I'm fifty so fifty on that. Hard to say. Yeah, uh, we'll take bets though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an immediate cut then to Cheryl saying, "Absolutely, shut up and know about donating her syrup." Yeah. Because Fair enough. because she's Cheryl, what she says is. And I quote, I it's cannot donate my precious maple resources to help fund that collection of tattered mammalians you call a football team. Tatter- tattered mammalians? Yeah. Wow. And also, the Vixens can't come cheer for the bad news bulldogs. Oh. <laughs> wow. God, bad news bulldogs is such a fucking burn. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I think yeah. we should make a Cheryl Bad has, News Bulldogs t-shirt for sure. Cheryl has totally heard of Walter Matthau. <laughs> totally. Oh, 100%. She's absolutely 100%. heard of Walter Matthau. Yeah. She had a crush on a young Walter Matthau when she was young. For sure. Mm. <laughs> 100% she did. Um, maybe that was me, but it probably was Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is happening in the teacher's lounge, and Archie comes in partway through, and he's like, "Aw, man, can't you cheer for one more game, though? Ah, shucks. Come on. This is my cutest um, face I can make. She's like, the, cheer- the Vixens are cheerleaders and not boosters. And Archie says, like, fine, I'll do it myself. And so runs Archie's to the cheering. office and oh, gets on the, his Miss Bell turn on the intercom, and he does the saddest, uh, most upsetting school-wide announcement I've probably ever heard. It's basically... Everybody come to the games. Please clap. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> no, no. Here's the energy. He's like, listen up, losers. Some of your classmates are actually trying something. So why don't you picky little losers go eat free pancakes and then come to the game, you lazy slums. <laughs> yeah, he's angry about wow. how shitty his team is. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, amazing. I love that for him. Uh, yeah, I'm... but he translates that as being mad at the rest of the school who aren't on the football team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and his outrage like, Why at don't... them totally works. As it, oh, uh, not enough money's going to the sports program, and it's like, yeah, no duh. <laughs> yeah, am, there's I not enough money. Full stop. To find that tattered demelion is a word, meaning oh, ragged, I knew it was a word, disreputable but... in appearance. Yeah, demelion. I thought you said mammalian. Yeah, no. It's, oh it's no, it's tattered demelion is one word. One word. T- tattered demelion. I see. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, but I read too many Victorian era novels as a child, so uh, it was not my first go round <laughs> with Tattered Demalion. Mm. Tattered Demalion, mm, I see. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard of a ragamuffin before, but never a Tattered Demalion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even yes, a ruffian in my day, but not a, never a Tattered Demalion. <laughs> mm. uh, at this point, Cheryl's like, "We'll find one more game." I don't know why. Nothing about Archie's speech should have changed her mind. Yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah. At this point, yeah, Kevin walks through the teacher's lounge to like get something and kind of glares <laughs> at Cheryl and Cheryl says she's she's got to go deal with that because of the fallout of the party going exactly the way she planned. Yeah. Um 
in Jughead's classroom, the students are handing in assignments. There's one kid who's like, oh, man, I wish the teacher wouldn't look at my assignment. And he hands in uh, an essay with a cover. Excuse the me? Cover, the cover is uh, a pen drawing of a sexy mothman. And the title what? is As Above, So Below, which forced me to recall the episode that they did where they the did scenes as were above, alternating. So below. Yes. They, which sucks and I still hate. Uh, yeah, it I, made me remember that, it's and I got also very mad. Still, the title of a shitty horror movie. That yeah. Uh, also, the the character who handed in this essay, his name is Lerman Logan. Uh, it and, sucks to type Lerman. And by the way, <laughs> yeah, it sucks it, it, because it, your computer's like, surely you mean German. Yeah, yeah, your computer <laughs> does not want to have that. Um, but but also, Logan Lerman, the actor, is not even in the movie as above, so below. <laughs> So they've just randomly made a weird Logan Lerman reference. Great. <laughs> yeah, by naming this guy Lerman Logan. Sucks. Yeah, it sucks. That's fucking, that sucks. That <laughs> fucking sucks. About this is so dumb and weird. Uh, it, it, Betty's teaching Carr, as she does. Uh, yeah, she but she has to step Her away from teaching Carr. Car. Her job is just Carr. Barbie's Carr. Yeah, this Barbie's job is just Carr. <laughs> Uh, it's not and even she mechanic, gets a call it's from just car. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people um. don't realize that. Uh, Glenn's last name is Scott. Ew! <laughs> I'm so glad you finally seen Barbie. Yeah, this yeah, is this is great for the podcast long. as a whole. I'm ashamed of myself. Uh, and I just I was like, uh, Glenn Scott, Janet. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Anyway, the recovered blood is AB negative, and they talk about how it's the rarest blood type, and it's also Polly's blood type. Of course um, it is. And Glenn's like, uh, you know, I'm so sorry. And Betty says, uh, you know, you could help me, actually, and I'm taking out my anger on you, even though it's not your fault. That's what she says yeah. out loud. It is not. That's subtext. Yeah. Uh, Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale. AB negative is probably also whoever else's blood type that was actually killed who isn't Polly. Yeah, it's the it's the most common blood type for sexy mothmans, and that's the <laughs> that thing the is, FBI doesn't know yet. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> for maple Jughead, soup, babies. Yeah, <laughs> maple Jughead soup. has read Wait, what? Never mind. I can't, we can't <laughs> stop. We can't get hung up on that. No, uh, he's read Lerman Logan's essay as a er, story as above, so below, and it has disturbed him. So he has taken his concerns to Waldo of the Nine Fingers. Uh, Of the Nine Fingers. (laughs) The plot of this story is a kid who escapes the clutches of a group of underground mole men. And let me pause right here to say this show better fucking bring me the mole men. There better be mole men in those caves. Bring Do me not. the mole men cut. They they explain that there's not mole men in this episode. Motherfucker. I don't give a shit, Jim. There's better be fucking mole men in those caves. <laughs> they tell us who the mole men are. That's who Lerman thinks. He is a child. Okay? I. He's like 24. <laughs> I know. And it's his his fifth go around in juniors uh, as a junior in Riverdale High. But I still, yeah. I'm going to believe in the fucking mole men. Okay. Anyway, this escapes, escapes the mole men only to be kidnapped by sexy moth men and operated on in their exotic s- space cars. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> Jackhead's like, so this is fucked up and a cry for help, right? Yeah, for sure. And Waldo says, nah, the kid survives. Nah, it's okay. Come on. It's a story about hope. Kids say the darndest things, you know? Ah, shucks. I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, then they review all of the injuries that Lerman has had recently. Mm-hmm. What? And, mm-hmm. you know, black eyes, broken arms, etc. So Jughead once again Regular says, stuff. so this is, yeah, I don't know if private schools teachers are mandated reporters, but it feels like they should be. And maybe we should be concerned about Lerman and his home life. And Waldo says a thing that I do not like, which is like, I've met his parents. They're really nice. I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Not loving this energy, Waldo. Uh, At Pops, Cheryl comes through with syrup. Shock. So it's. God damn it. It's pancake breakfast time. Did we did we cover that these pancakes are free, by the way? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's an amazing business decision by Tabitha. As, yeah. as, the, as the only restaurant in town, she feels the need to give away free pancakes to get new customers. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. But the pancakes are free and there's still plenty of booths open at the pancake right. breakfast. <laughs> Great. Pops has the shittiest pancakes around. They make a fine burger, yeah. but their pancakes fucking suck. People are like, no, thank you. These taste um, like cardboard. And not even yeah. like good cardboard. <laughs> uh, so that kid, Derek, who was the, the best guy out there, but he hates losing from the Beginning, you remember Derek. He's best friends with Tyler. He's yeah. been here the entire time. Yeah. He's been here the entire time. Uh, well, seven his years ago, mom... he would have been in junior high, at, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mom is bringing exactly the right energy to this. Because she is at this thing, and she has to talk to Archie, who insists on wearing a ball cap and proving that he's actually not an attractive person. Uh, <laughs> Why is he? I can't believe he's wearing a bald cap. I still don't get the, it. The cute haircut and terrible dye job are you, really works for him. <laughs> it, 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 Matthew, are you hearing is, me say base like ball cap like a baseball cap? Or are you hearing me say bald oh, cap? I am hearing you say bald cap. That's <laughs> <Okay>. I... <laughs> an even funnier episode. Oh my god! I was. That's why I was so confused. <laughs> why isn't I was like, why the fuck wearing is he... a bald cap? <laughs> like. <laughs> Why did they do that to him? Yeah, in the last episode, ring. he had a full head of hair. Why is he now wearing a bald cap? Because he's the fucking football coach. <laughs> he's like, to motivate this team, I'm going to shave my head if they don't score. I love that this show is so incomprehensible on the reg that at no point did your brain go, they must mean. They must mean a bald like cap. Like a hat like coaches wear. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was hearing bald cap. <laughs> That's why my reaction at, the, at first was like, why the fuck is he in a bald cap? And you were like, yeah, bald cap, for sure. And I said, a bald cap? And you said, yeah, for sure, bald cap. <laughs> I'm so glad that I got that. Whew. Amazing. You say ring bearer, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, ring bear. Yeah, ring bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
There we go. Episode <laughs> over. We don't need to do anything else. Yeah, we, we don't need anything peak, else. Peak comedy. I think we're good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, you just anyway, my Archie's... <laughs> Archie's telling Derek's mom that Derek gets to be team captain, and she's like, yeah, but your team okay. sucks, so that sucks, and it's not going to help him get <laughs> a scholarship or help his future, so explain to me why this is good. Uh, but Archie can't, because Reg shows up. So Veronica and Archie go sit in a booth with Reg. Reg is there uh. on behalf of a totally made-up entity called the Greater Rockland County Football League. Wow, that I couldn't have asked for a more made-up thing. Uh, right? And uh, the league has sent Reg to say, um, you can't play with us. You haven't heard of the league. <laughs> yeah. Because they think that the Bulldogs huff nuts. And yeah, well, they do. Veronica demands the names of everyone in the league. And Archie <laughs> says, it's not all about winning. To which Reg replies, keep telling yourself that, loser. Hey, oh, gotcha. Uh, the, um, the obnoxious thing here is that Rockland County is actually in New York. Mm. Uh, let's take a break from this horrible football subplot to check in with the Kellers. Uh, the once and current Keller is helping Kevin move out. And he's all, well, son, this feels well, awkward bud. and bad. Would you like to talk about it? He's doing his best. Yeah. He yeah, says, sure. would you like to talk about it? And Kevin says, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm not the kind of guy who deserves a family. Whoa. Wow. Whoa, 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 Kev. Kev, I don't think that's what the question was. Yeah, he, he's reading, <laughs> reading you, something man. into this. It seems Kev, like you do know. maybe want to talk about it because that response... <laughs> Was, was way out of left field. <laughs> yeah. So. The buckets uh, of the wilds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Veronica has gone to talk to her bad daddy in his office. Hiram is wearing a sweatshirt of the um, the football team, the fancy school horsies. Fancy school and horsies. <laughs> the, it turns out the Bulldogs haven't scored a goal yet this season. And Veronica says, they will absolutely get a point on your fancy little ponies, so there. To which Hiram replies, LOL, okay. <laughs> so Sorry, they... I am going to ha now have to make a fancy school horsies and a bad news <laughs> Little box. fancy school horsies sweatshirt? T-shirt, yeah. Yeah. Little crew neck, crew necks for all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they make a bet that... The Bulldogs will, in fact, score one point on the Fancy School Horsies. And <laughs> if they do, they get to stay in the league. And if they don't, then they will leave the league. So right. that is their bet. Yep. Uh, back at Where Riverdale the High. The league. Jughead <laughs> asks Lerman to hang back a sec. Hold up, Lerman's like, oh, hold up there, bud. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lerman, hold on. hang back hey, a sec. Oh, hey, Lerman, like, bud. Buddy, your, your story is like so good. It's almost 
too good. Do you want to tell me what inspired it? It's almost like mm-hmm. if they had hired qualified teachers, this might have gone better. This whole thing would have gone better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lerman says it was inspired by a series of dreams he had. Mm. And you know how last episode Lerman. that college professor said to Jughead, some people would think this is about trauma or a cry for help. Did somebody hurt you? Mm. Jughead mm-hmm. pulls that old chestnut out and says to Lerman, hey. Hey, did somebody some hurt people, you? Yeah, some people would think this is about trauma and a cry for help. Did somebody hurt you? Yep. And uh, Lerman gets the look on his face that you got, Matthew, when you were a child. And I took you to the <laughs> ER to get stitches. And the doctor said, are you safe at home? (laughs) (laughs) Now, have we told this story on the podcast before? I don't know. (laughs) All right. I don't think so, because I don't know this story, and it sounds amazing. (laughs) We are stopping the podcast. (laughs) I love this so much. We finally get to talk about it. This is going to be a real Hope Diamond situation, isn't it? No, it's worse than the Hope Diamond. Yeah, this is the the time Matthew almost got me arrested twice in one week, we like to call it. So, the old... So uh, just uh, the old parent trap, you know. Yep. When when Matthew was a child, <laughs> uh, he started to get uh, blemishes on his face, and my mother, mm-hmm. for some reason, was insistent that he, that he had like hand, foot, and mouth disease, or that he had some ailment prevalent in basically toddlers and infants, and he was a child. So yes, to make her stop telling me about this, I took him to his pediatrician, who said to him, "You need to wash your face." So the the kind of thing was, you, mom paid twenty five dollars for somebody to tell me to wash my face. Yeah, and when Matthew, she had been telling me to wash my face for a while. Now. For some time, yeah. Matthew, being Matthew, looks at me and goes, "Don't hit me." Yeah, uh, super, in front of his pediatrician. Cool, super cool jokester that I yeah. am. And the pediatrician was like totally chill about it. But we got in the car and I was like, "Okay, we do have to have a serious talk about this." Because (laughs) uh, some people aren't safe at home. And so doctors have to take that stuff really seriously. Like Mm -hmm. literally three days later, Matthew was opening a can of soup. It was one of those pull tab cans. And he sliced his finger open. Yeah. And he had to go for stitches. I opened this can of soup so bad. So bad I opened this can of soup. The worst job anyone's ever done opening a can of soup. That's what he did. Yeah, shit sucked. So he had to go to the ER to get stitches. Now. Again, Matthew had literally two days prior gotten a big speech from me about you cannot make jokes about being hurt at home in front of doctors. And I will just preface this. I did not make a joke about being (laughs) harmed at at the ER. The ER doctor said, hey, are you safe at home? And Matthew froze and stared at me. (laughs) Stared at my mama gassed like (laughs) I was maybe scared to get hit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It looked like he, in fact, was not safe at home, and he knew he couldn't say it out loud. No. Just like like a beeline deer in the headlights, no. but the yep. headlights are my mom. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> was that your psychological warfare, or was that you just legitimately not sure oh. if you could make the joke? <laughs> no, I, I legitimately was not sure what I should say. I was at a point because I, I had also, you know, it was it was a pretty bad cut. I didn't. Ha I hadn't lost a lot of blood. I wasn't like lightheaded, but I was still like in some sort of shock. Yeah, it hurts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It hurts, and my I'm leaking, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I'm surrounded. I'm like in a in a very small, paper walled cubicle of an yeah. ER room. And he had, so, yeah, he had no. I I mean, you had gotten stitches before, but you were very very little, so you had yeah. no frame of reference for like what this experience was. Yeah, I didn't know what they were coming at me with. You know, I thought they were just gonna like ask me my favorite color and what kind of lollipop I liked, mm. and then. <laughs> And then, you know, my finger would be healed and I'd get to go home. Uh, but they, like, asked me. A, they had to just do, like, a routine questionnaire thing. <laughs> and they got to that point, And I, <laughs> I was just like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know if – I can't remember if I said – I think what happened was I stared at my mom in disbelief and, uh, and fear. And she laughed. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm safe at home. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> or something like that. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Uh, no. <laughs> like, yeah. It was... <laughs> it was me laughing that broke you out of it. But in that second where, yeah. like, you stopped and stared at me, I was like, fuck. <laughs> fuck I me. am leaving here in a cruiser. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, never yeah, seeing this kid again. Yeah, off. <laughs> yep. <sighs> this isn't how I wanted to go down. Anyway, yeah. that's the face that Lerman makes at the end of that. He's like, I gotta go. It's just a story. <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Betty has gone to Thornhill to ask Cheryl, hey, did it help you to know how Jason died? Or like, what if you thought he maybe still wasn't dead? Would that have been better? Oh. Just Basically, she friend. doesn't want to tell her mom that Polly's maybe dead. Probably dead. Probably maybe yeah. dead. Yeah. It's, yep. it's almost like someone with training about how to deal with victims of crime might know like a best practice for this type of situation. If if yeah. if anyone in this show was maybe a fake FBI agent who <laughs> who had been going to 8 years of FBI agent school. Yeah. <laughs> like that that character might know might something have a script about yeah how to handle crime victims, but no, she's not at that point in her training yet, Jim. She has to get through all the guns and stuff she's first. Gone to eight years of junior school. Yep. Junior academy school. It's just so obnoxious how bad everything about this show is lately. <laughs> well, you know, man. It's really bad. Coming off of the uh, pandemic, you know. It's, it's... Except for the sexy Mothman part, which I am absolutely living for. And the obvious <laughs> mole men that are going to show up later. The mole men! Yep. Uh, sorry yeah. to, to derail us. There's Cheryl, some good parts. Cheryl says it's better to know Jason is dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he's like, well, uh, fuck that noise. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to lie anyway. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, probably wrong. Like, okay, I'm going to go you. lie. Thank you so much for telling me your very valid lived experience. I'm going to discount it immediately because it's you. And I don't know why I asked. Oh, for um, sure. In the Bulldogs locker room, it turns out Derek transferred to fancy school where he's their new QB. Hey, -o. That's a person, right? Yeah. 
It's definitely not the position really... that he played at Bulldogs Field. Oh, Jim, how would I know? Balls. Fancy, I'm doing fancy my best field. here. Fancy I'm doing field, my best here. R E. Yeah, I don't football. I don't, I don't. I don't think they mention what position he is, or show him playing a sport at all. Yeah, in a way that's recognizably uh, him. That you could that you could tell. Yeah. Uh, Where we could be like, oh, he's the line runner. Men, lineman. I don't. The backside. Um. Yeah. Then we get a shot of Archie and Veronica <laughs> the in front bed backsman, at the you know. Pembroke. The front, front backsman. <laughs> yeah. That's a good role. The front, the front um, backsman. Yeah. When they put when they put out the football cast list, you really hope that you get that one. <laughs> <laughs> you hope that you get cast uh, as that in the football play. Uh-huh. Uh, Archie says he, you know, listen, he he can't blame Derek, but. Um, they're down a player so they can't play. And Veronica has a genius idea. And for a hot minute, I'm not going to lie, I was very afraid that she was going to put Archie in the game. I mean, not a bad idea, honestly. I'd be down with it. Yeah, I, I was confident I would welcome that, that, that she was going to find some loophole to let Archie play. Like yeah. he never finished his She's senior like- year, so he can still be a senior. He never graduated. Yes. So oh, my God. Still- <laughs> He's both the coach and the quarterback. She's like, I heard of this crazy golden retriever three towns over. I am going to be right back. Oh, my God. Uh, I was also First certain name, Air, that she was going to come up with a loophole to let Archie play. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we were in the same place emotionally about this. And like, please, I can't see a 30 year old guy just tear Watch Archie. teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely destroy some teenagers. Oh, oh my God. Uh, back at FP's house where Alice lives, Betty comes home and she's like, the blood was O positive, so Polly's still out there alive for sure. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, great job. Great Love. job, Betty. This is There's no way this will backfire immediately in this episode. Mm. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. The next morning, Betty comes downstairs. Alice has been up. She's cooking up a storm. Uh, she's hosting her support group today. And can Betty go get go get the cold cuts from Pops, who apparently also does catering. Oh, sure. They're they're a deli now. As they're well. also a deli they're... meat purveyor. Did they yeah. Yeah. not have a Wegmans in Rockland County? I'm confident they've no. got one somewhere in Rockland County. They have a sharp shopper or something. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in Waldo's office are the Logans. They are Lerman's parents. Lerman, Lerman well, Logan's lucky. Lerman, Lerman Logan's lucky. <laughs> we're uh, we're going to find out that the Lonely Highway is just like New York State Route 287. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> local jokes get local work, Jim. I don't know what that means. Come on. God, God damn it. <laughs> local jokes get local work. What a fucking wow. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice for comedians and mm, Jim. Yeah. Mm. Um so the Logans are mad at Jughead for talking to their child. This whole plot point I find to be very confusing. Like it was wildly inappropriate that you would talk to our son about his essay. But yeah. It's basically that is their weird. point. Yeah. Um and 
Waldo backs them up. Huh? Like the the start of this scene, I was like, well, that's horseshit. And obviously Waldo is going to be like, no, we kind of have to talk to your kid to teach him. Yeah. Like that's kind of the whole. And if he writes some disturbing, fucked up stuff, then we double have to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, But instead, Waldo's like, no, Jughead's Jughead's got three strikes now. One more and he's out. Excuse me? Uh, I I don't disagree with that, but the way they've arrived there is a little bit weird. Yeah. Also, Lerman's getting moved to a different class. Um, Yeah, because they have so many English teachers. Yeah. They do. Oh, I did. Oh, look at this. I'm reading. I'm actually reading my notes here, and I wrote down a funny joke. You want to hear it? Yeah. Oh, yes. Hit me. Okay. I you wrote got, down, uh, the, the Logans are mad for Jughead for encouraging Lerman's fantasies and obsessions with men's, both mole and moth. <laughs> that's pretty uh, good, that's pretty yeah. good right? I do like that. <laughs> both men and moth. Both yeah. Moth Lerman, and has, Lerman has obsessions with men's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of two types. Yeah. Uh, back at Thornhill, <laughs> yeah, Cheryl is staging an intervention. An intervention with hashtag Kangs. Excuse me. Well, we got Fangs and Kevin. You know, oh. like Benifer. Like, like the Conqueror, <laughs> though. Hold on. <laughs> now I'm having trouble with this. <laughs> Kevin and Fangs. Come on. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I'll I'll play. It's That's not fine. Fevin. It's it's Kangs. It's Fevin. I wish it was Fevin. Fevin with a PH. <laughs> uh, Fang says, listen, Cheryl, your party brought up, didn't start shit. It brought shit up. Like this, this was already happening in our relationship. Yeah. Um, and Kevin says he agrees with that. And Cheryl chimes in with, oh, you guys are really getting along. Look at you agreeing. <laughs> Exactly as Sorry? pathetic as it sounds. <laughs> uh, Fangs then, he's been at home basically stewing about how he's about to be a single dad and he's pretty, pretty peeved, yeah, you know? Sure. So he's like, look, Kevin, maybe you're a self-hating gay and you yeah. just don't want to be in a real relationship with a real gay guy. And that's why you just love your anonymous hookups in the woods. And mm. Kevin, Kevin's like, well, you don't, you don't know me. And to his credit, Fangs basically says, I would love to, though. Yeah, Fangs Damn. is doing everything. Like, Damn. Yeah. yeah. Fangs shit. is a true hero. And I want to make that 100% clear. Yeah, Kevin uh, is being badly written this season because they need yeah, more Yeah, I don't. I'm not loving it. Um, to which Kevin says, uh, shut up and goodbye. And Cheryl, leave us alone and storms out. Damn. Like, buddy. Guy. Like, you're not doing okay. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Back at Pops, Betty's gone to pick up a tray of deli meat, which Jughead is handing over. Woof. And in true Jughead fashion, he's like, are you um, you having a party? I see that it's got food. And can I come eat your food? How about <laughs> that food looks <laughs> mighty scrumptious. Yeah. May I come by? <laughs> Could I eat some right now? <laughs> uh... So then they discuss that Betty's mom is not okay, and it was Polly's blood on the phone booth. They at no point discuss that Betty lied to her mom about that. Yeah. Um, But Betty's dealing with the fact that that means that Polly had been alive for the past four weeks, and that she, 
F for real FBI agent Cooper uh, mm-hmm. didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jughead says he knows a guy who lives along the lonely highway who's like, you know, a little bit kooky, but he might <laughs> he might uh, know a thing or two. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's got a lot of sexy Mothman sculptures, but he probably does have other interests. So <laughs> do you want me to put this meat back in the fridge and we can I can ditch work right now and uh, we can go talk to him? <laughs> I, this, what a is, wild. this is the exact note that I wrote down. Jar Shoulder just walks the fuck out of Pops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I don't need this job. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. I got one job already. Tabitha doesn't need anyone running the front of house. Like, this, this is fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Everybody's at work or at school. This is a small town. We're getting no traffic in here. I don't know why we remain open. Yeah. We have to give uh, away free pancakes back- to get people to eat here. <laughs> and even then, we don't <laughs> and fill even all then, the seats. not a big turnout. Uh, like- back in the football room, uh, the team hasn't changed. Oh no, this is maybe the field. I don't know. Yeah, back out, at football, they're out, they're out on the field. Uh huh. The the girl player whose name is Britta. Oh, I just wrote that says- her name is Braid. She really she really Britted that. Did you? Use my name to mean a small and totally understandable mistake. Um, <laughs> Britta says, hey, coach, what the fuck is the point of what even we're doing here? Yeah. Well, we to which Archie replies, well, Britta, it's a little thing called the love of the game. Okay? Look wow. it up. <laughs> and then Veronica comes Comes in with a professional player. I do not know if this guy's a real football man. Footballman? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I wrote that I don't know if he's a real life footballsman. <laughs> I don't nice. know. I don't know if the kind of men's he is is football. Um, <laughs> they say that he plays for the New York Goliaths. Uh-huh. New York uh-huh. Goliaths. Ahaha. Uh-huh. We can't even yes, say yes, Philly yes. Fanatic. We have to say Frenetic. <laughs> uh, and... His Love name it. is T-Dub, and he was uh, one of Veronica's good jewelry customers back in New York. Back in the so Adam he, Sandler movie. Yeah. He gives the team a speech about he, too, played small-town football back in the day. And you're not underdogs. You're the bulldogs. Mm. Okay. Uh, but they're still a player Weird. short. But having a famous football men's here <laughs> means more more kids have come, and Foot's they balling. too want to yeah want wants to foot Foot's, the ball. Foot's I hate balling. this. I hate this plot more than any it's, other football plot this show has ever done. Yeah, that's the sucks. absolute worst. Um, the the only thing that it gets right is that literally nothing they do makes the team better. <laughs> Yeah. And that is beautiful. Back- <laughs> well, it shouldn't. It you need time. Yeah. It's that's like probably the most accurate thing they've done ever. Uh back in Hiram's office, Hiram says to Reg, why don't you break one of those kids' legs? And Reg says, Nah. Nah. <laughs> Reg says, like, whoa, we're gonna crush these assholes either way. <laughs> yeah. Hiram says that's he'll fucked. He'll coach them, and Reg says, you know what? Fucking f- f- coach your f- fancy school horsies. I'm a bulldog woof woof. <laughs> I'm a bulldog woof woof. 
Hell yeah. yeah. Let's do Love it. Love that for Reg. Yeah, Reg is not evil for a minute. Hooray. Woo. Um, Jughead and Betty have made it to old man Dreyfus's house and his yard I'm, full of mothmats. I'm sorry, did you say Dreyfus? Hell yes. That's Dreyfus. It's Dreyfus. <laughs> it's not, and I shan't. That's how everyone on the show says You heard her, Jim. She shan't. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Shan't do it. Dreyfus. This old man remembers Jughead and would love to talk to Betty from the FBI who is doing an investigation. So they don't try to hide FBI and investigation at all. Woof. Which I don't know. I would. Again, not an FBI agent. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. to, need to make sure we all remember that. <laughs> just yep. Not an FBI agent. I want to say Lily Reinhardt does a phenomenal job being absolutely done with Jughead and this old man in this scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because Betty explains she found this phone booth and he's like, was it shredded like a tin can? Ah, uh, just like in 77 and 82. This is classic Mothman stuff. He what says, the fuck? And oh, it's at that God. point, Betty's like, I'm sorry, say what now? I'm sorry, classic Mothman stuff? Yeah. Can Come somebody on. loop me in? And Jughead tries to cut her off. He's like, can you explain? If Surely if you explain, she'll understand better. Sure. And the explanation that is offered is that sexy Mothman exotic spaceships use antimatter fusion reactors that create a gravity field that allows them to levitate. But Did you, did you write all that down? Yeah, 100% I did. It's... <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> Amazing. There are a few things that I transcribe word for word, mostly it's stuff that Cheryl says. Um, yeah. But this this felt worth it. Uh, anyway, it allows them to levitate, but if things get caught in that stasis field, they get crushed. No, no, you, you missed a word there. They get pounded. You correctly wrote down stasis field, but he says something so weird. He says like stasis <laughs> field. Like, he mispronounces it so cor- incorrectly that I can't believe no one in the room was like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, he says it so, so wrong, it took my breath away. Damn. <laughs> it was, but you, you transcribed it, the word that he meant to say, but yeah. did not pronounce. It is amazing how incorrectly he says it. Uh, Damn. And then I was so offended. He, the coda to this is basically, I knew my sexy Mothman buddies were back because I've been picking up their chatter on my radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So Betty obviously hates everything that's happening and needs to get out of here immediately. Yeah, she says shut up and no to this whole thing. Yeah. She pulls Amazing. Jughead off that porch and she's like, so, yo, what the fuck, actually? Hey, man. What? Why didn't you brief me before we were going into yeah. the fucking madhouse? If you had told me that this was going to be about sexy mothmans, I would be at home eating ham right now. <laughs> okay? I could, you dragged me away from my fucking ham party yeah. to do this shit? You got a cooler full of deli meats that rightfully belong to me. Fucking ham buffet. Yeah. Yeah, man. Come on. Um, Jughead effectively says you can't prove that it wasn't sexy alien mothmen. <laughs> wow. Wow, Jug. 
what Betty says next is not what I have written down, but I feel like it's the subtext because this is what I want her to have said, which is that crimes against women are very real and we very much do not need to be making up aliens about it. So please take me back to your dad's house right now. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, she goes to her room. She gets home. She goes to her room. She looks at a picture of her and Polly that is so obviously photoshopped together. I don't know why they didn't make these two actresses just sit down next to each other. No, they can't have two women sitting next to each other in the scene. <laughs> I thought it was supposed but to be them didn't? when they were younger. Is that the nature I, of the Sure, photoshopping? they played themselves younger. Mm, that is true. It just like, it's just so bad. Uh, anyway. I, yeah, I she, did notice that it about, was awful. I just didn't think that the reason was the same. <laughs> I thought they were photoshopped yeah. like younger awfully. <laughs> and you thought they were photoshopped sure. to be together because yeah, they can't stand to be each together. Other. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Polly's contracted for about three hours of work a season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, then, yeah, then she thinks about the last fight they had. Then she thinks about Polly calling. Then she gets her gun out and puts it in her waistband in her butt. So she's getting ready to shoot herself in her own ass. Oh, I also uh, just, uh, yep. real, real quick here. Uh, she's gone to seven years of FBI school and, uh, she, she lives in FP's house where the twins live ostensibly 10 year old children, but they look more like they're five or six. Uh, and either way she keeps her bullets just in a drawer and the gun, not in a lockbox, just, just chilling yep. in a drawer where, where children live. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Obviously, the children are told not to go into said Yeah, yeah, right. They've, place. they've been said, so hey, won't. maybe don't don't eat any of these bullets or play with this this gun that may or may not be loaded. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, it's just so fucking aggravating. Like, there's not one good detail about this episode. <laughs> no. Uh, we do get a shot of kids' toys on the stairs as she walks out of her house, just in yeah, case we to, forgot to about the twins. To remind us that she has an unsecured weapon in a house with two children. With children, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's real great, Riverdale writers. Hell yeah. And she's totally an FBI agent. Totally. Totally, for uh, sure. Now we get a little bit of a hate crime. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kevin goes into the steam room at Hiram's gym and there's a, a guy in there we haven't seen before. It's Shane from LA and he's new and he's visiting. And so Kev, of course, hits on Shane and it goes poorly. And then Shane does a hate crime and kicks the shit out of Kevin. Mm, that sucks. Maybe important to note that I, I, I really, the end of this episode isn't fun. It's bad. Okay. Across the board. Yeah. Negative ones across the board. Yeah. Betty's having a psychotic break where she goes to a truck stop and she's like beating up truckers. She keeps waiting for wow. women to get in trucks and then she goes and like rips the door open and rips the girl out and threatens the truckers. Um, Jesus Christ. And then like starts slamming truck drivers' heads into steering wheels. Yeah, she just does the, the, the little mild assault. Yeah. Sure. Is she wearing yeah. her FBI jacket? Of course no. she is. No. Oh, she is. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. We get. Uh, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, of course she thank is. Thank God. Because otherwise they'd be crimes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, we don't want that. That's a very accurate take on policing in America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so, uh, so sad to be alive. We do have kind of a sweet scene with the Kellers, except for Kevin. Mm-hmm. I, it's just irritating me. It's the dumbest. Um, it would be sweet, except for everything that comes out of Kevin's fucking mouth. Except for everything that Kevin says. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the ones in current Keller is a very good dad, and he is trying. Yet again, he is trying. He's also He's a helping good actor, Kevin like Ice. doing the best he fucking yeah. can. <laughs> yeah. And this show is helping him in the nuts about it. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like here's ice for your wounds. You're a you're a grown ass man, but I just want to say like I'm really scared for you right now. Um, and Kevin cracks. He's like I am ashamed of myself for being gay. And former Keller kind of unhelpfully, but also probably honestly says, "Is it something that I did?" Mm-hmm. And at this point, the show just just bodies Kevin's mom under a bus. Oh, Jesus. He says, no, mom made me feel fat one day. So I went to the woods and a guy there told me I was cute. And that's how I started cruising. Um, and any time an anonymous guy paid attention to me, it made me feel like that one time mom said I needed husky jeans. Go away. Jesus Christ. I feel like <laughs> wow. literally every mom God has damn. told their kid that they need husky jeans, right? Like that's. That's not a unique experience, right? Everyone, everyone's got that. Sometimes you do need husky jeans. Yeah, Sometimes dude. You need husky jeans. Sometimes it's cold outside, and you need to fit another pair of jeans under your husky jeans. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> God. <laughs> You're gonna grow into them. Don't fucking take it personally, okay? It's cold outside. Get a bigger also, pair of jeans. You gotta go shopping with your kids a lot because they keep needing bigger clothes. Yeah. <laughs> And plus, Kevin's got an enormous hog. <laughs> Jim. I have to tell you that after we recorded last time and talked about the show Reboot, I made my husband start rewatching it with me. And you know what? It holds up. It's a great fucking show. Your dick is so it. big. <laughs> what the fuck? Matthew, these are... Excellent sweatshirts. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Sorry, that's why I was really quiet for a little oh. bit there. I was making, I was making fancy school horses. I mean, bad uh, news, bad, bad news, news, bulldogs. Bad news bulldogs. It's funny. T-shirts. Well, we were what the fuck? Fancy school horses is mwah. I gotta, I gotta see these warlocks. Uh, yeah, they're they're in your email, but <laughs> yeah. I can I can touch up I can touch up the, the bad news bulldogs. <laughs> The horse is so angry. <laughs> Even the colors are exactly right. Yeah, yeah right? that's I perfect. Was, I was, I was trying to, I was like thinking about college crewnecks. Like, <laughs> oh, it's all just blocky I like, blue letters. I like that the characters face each other too with the pictures <laughs> oh, side by side. I didn't, I didn't realize I did that, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was planned. Sure, incredible <laughs> graphic design is is your passion. <laughs> It is my passion, yeah. in fact. That's yes, truly phenomenal work. Mm-hmm. Um, I we got it, back to the truck stop where Betty is continuing <laughs> to pull women out of trucks and crush skulls. Uh, she God finds damn. that guy she arrested, even though she doesn't have the authority to arrest guys. Right, right. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> who, who was the one who had arranged the meetup with Polly? Mm. Right, and he's like, "You can't arrest me again." And she's like, "You're right." And then she takes him out to the woods and ties him to a tree. 
Well, first she knocks him Jesus. out. Jesus Christ. And then she somehow hauls <laughs> his body into the woods and ties it to a tree. She's She's got insane person rage, and that makes you very strong. Uh, Little case of IPR. Yeah. Back at um, Archie's house where Corporal Jackson lives, Jughead's back at his radio setup. Uh, but he can't uh-huh. stay there because Waldo calls to say that Lerman is missing. So Jughead says, well, call, tell the Logans who hate me um, that I'm on the job and I'm calling in backup. I'm sure Jeez. they'll be thrilled to hear it, Jughead. Is it, is it just Archie and Reg that are backup? It's not nah. Archie or Reg. Oh, wow. Okay. So now we have Betty beating up this trucker in the woods. We didn't know. At the end of the last scene, we didn't know that she was going to tie him to a tree. But she's got him tied to a tree now. Yeah, and wow. she's just torturing him a little. She's Yeah, she's beating him up more than she needs to. And she's getting ready to shoot him. Yeah, she's, she's really busting out those ben. serial killer genes this episode. Wow. Yeah. Remember that time yeah. she tried to boil a guy to death? Yeah. It's, yeah, we're, we're getting that, that energy. All right, cool. Yeah. She says that she couldn't protect Polly, but she can deliver justice. And at this point, her phone rings. And I don't know. I feel like if that were me, I'd shoot the guy and then answer the phone. (laughs) Yeah, she's ready to do it. Yeah, she's ready. She's like, I can finish this task and then I can do the next task, which is answer Uh, phone. Yeah, the phone is going to ring six, eight more times before it goes to voicemail. Plus, why don't you just fucking text me? Exactly. Also... If I pick up the phone, this guy's going to start screaming. Yeah. He, he yeah, doesn't, also that. by the way. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> she answers the phone and he remains pretty chill. Pretty pretty silent. Yeah. Um, Jughead is obviously Jughead calling to say 14-year-old Lerman Logan is missing and he's somewhere on the lonely highway. And she says, Ugh, well, I'm on the lonely highway. So oh, that's I'll, so crazy. I'm right there. Yeah. You head toward me and I'll head toward you and we'll... Meet in the middle. I will find this fucking kid. Then she tells that guy that his name is, of course, John. Uh, she'll send someone to untie him tomorrow if she remembers. So you're going to send somebody to the scene of your crime? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're going to send somebody to untie the dude that you tied that up. You tied up and tortured. To collect the witness? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Super smart. Okay. Yeah. Very cool and good. Um, it's football the, time. The amazing thing is that in the ex- next episode, we are not going to hear from John and how nah. he's, he's oh, no. filing like a federal lawsuit for her violating his human rights or any kind of any kind of well, shit like that. No, it's not. It's not going to happen. She she probably didn't send anybody to unlock him, and now he's dead. Yep, he got eaten by a bear. We also will not hear anything about his corpse showing up in the woods. No, it won't. No, never. He's he's just it won't. But I think Schrodinger's John. Yeah, he's hanging out with Reg's dad. Yeah. (laughs) Another successful murder. Perfect murder. (laughs) They're part of the perfect murder club. First, you pull a witness out of the truck. And then, while that witness is still hanging around somewhere, Mm -hmm. you beat the guy up and drag him out of the truck unconscious and tie him to a tree somewhere probably pretty close by because you're not big enough to carry this guy very far. Again, you're getting it. person rage. Okay. We yeah, you're really explode. you're picking it up. The perfect crime. It's working. Yeah, the perfect crime. <laughs> uh, at football, Reg has shown up in a bulldog's coat. Uh, okay. Derek, it's a Derek v Britta coin toss. Wow. So they are both 
quarterback? As they're at least both team captains. Captains? Captains. Usually they're cap- both captains. The team captain does the coin toss. Not not always the quarterback. I, th- I think often the quarterback. The thing wow. is, quarterback's the only cast member that I know right. of football. Right. The only the only mm. ballsman. There's a line. There's a there's a lineman. There's a fullback. Probably yeah. Right. Am I making uh, these up? Oh boy, mom, you lost <laughs> me. As soon as we you started s- talking about football, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I thought you guys would know either. I, uh, I know that there is a wide receiver. I don't know if there's a corresponding narrow receiver. Tight end. There's definitely a tight end because that one's oh, funny. Yeah, there's a tight end. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I also don't know if there's a corresponding loose end. <laughs> it implies the existence. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it just, it seems <laughs> like front. if there's a tight end, there should be also yeah. a loose end. And a narrow yeah. receiver to go with the wide receiver. Yeah. But I don't know. We, we may never know. Yeah. Along the lonely highway, Betty has found Lerman. They are standing at her car when Jughead catches up. Uh, Lerman was just walking along on the shoulder. Lerman says, Mr. Jones, did it happen again? Back at school, we learned that Lerman is a chronic sleepwalker and he hurts himself. And so his parents lock him in the basement wow. at night. But it's Whoa. a nice basement. It's a nice basement. Okay. It's a nice okay? basement. Yeah. It's a Thank nice God. basement where he gets to sleep at night locked in safe so he doesn't hurt himself. Um, so we learn that in in the parable of as above, so below, the parents were the, the molemans. Yeah. There's a, Also, another, one time uh, he was gone for a whole week. Mm, yeah. Wow. Uh, they, they mentioned that, yeah. All right. Uh, I think they've they've overlooked the obvious thing is that uh, Lerman Logan is actually the Moon Knight. Ah, uh, yes, he's the Moon Knight. Yeah. Bring obvious, me more of that. Basically, no, what should, what is Oscar Isaac doing the these Knight. days that I can watch? Yeah, that is yeah. that is a fact. I can't believe that they made that show and tried to sell it. That it would be off-putting for many, many people to have Oscar Isaac chained to a bed. (laughs) (laughs) Huge tactical misstep, everybody. Yeah. You really goofed it on that one. Uh, Yes, one time Logan was, or Lerman, Lerman Logan was gone for a whole week. um, And then he was found, of course, on the Lonely Highway. Yeah, totally cool. Lonely Highway. Nobody... (laughs) Nobody worked like, up over that. Um, I, yeah. I mean, listen, I think, yeah, probably kind of chill to lock your kid inside at night if this kind of stuff is happening. For sure, yeah. Uh, Betty and Jughead have retired uh, yeah, to I Pops. I don't, I don't know what uh, like medical treatment for sleepwalking is. Sometimes you have to really zip yourself into a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of coping strategies. There's not really a treat. It's basically what I my understanding. You gotta you, you gotta, gotta get really an apparatus. Heavy duty, yeah, heavy duty fucking uh, sleeping bag, and just really yeah. get in there. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating. Usually outgrown by teen years. Yeah. Uh, ah. Mike Burbigley is sleepwalk with me is a great comedy piece that talks about his adventures as an adult sleepwalker. Oh. Mm. Um, and it's it's very fu- it's very Mike Burbiglia, but it's also quite funny, and I recommend it. It's something you can listen to. Uh, 
Sweet. It, uh, Betty and Jughead are like, huh. You know how people keep ending up on the side of the lonely highway? And um, Alice said the first time the Polly called, she was highway. in something. <laughs> she was in something like a spaceship. So maybe they were all kidnapped by the same person. And okay. Lerman escaped. Is their hmm. current thinking. Could that person be the trash bag killer? Oh, TBK. My phone's not unlocked, so I just had to. That's fine. I had to do it with my face. Back at football, Cheryl is singing and wriggling. Um, She's she's doing a dance move I like to think of as worm with problems. (laughs) To. Sure, 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 uh, sure. Uh, I want your stupid love by Lady Gaga. Ah, mm. yes. Gaga. Uh, Gaga. So, the note that I wrote here was that uh, in my lifetime, I have been to several high school football games because uh, I was in the marching band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in in all of that time, never once did I think to myself, "Oh, you know, you know why I go to a high school football game to see a thirty year old woman dance." That's that's yeah. why I'm here. <laughs> I, I just I, I I really needed to see this 30 year old woman dance. If I am ever at an event where I am forced to watch a 30 year old woman dance, I would hope that she would be good at it. Good at it, yes. Yeah, or specifically the thing that I paid to be there for. Like I, you know, yeah, that also maybe helps. Maybe I go to a, a show at the the Garden State Arts Center, and I'll see some some yeah. You know, music artists dance on stage. Like, that's, that's the thing that I expect from that situation. <laughs> not, not so much at high school football Not field. this, though. In yeah. the freezing cold under the Friday Night Lights. Uh, we got we to, gotta, maybe it's halftime. I don't know. We got to break in the game. Obviously, the Bulldogs have not scored but one point. a goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they need. Um, so that's yeah, 56 Archie to 0. Yeah, Archie tries to, he tells them to bring it in thrice and then circle up thrice. He's like, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Circle up, circle up, circle up. (laughs) (laughs) The ancient words (laughs) that spur men's spirits. And then, and then bring it in, circle up, shows up in the mirror behind them. Uh, (laughs) He says, if you don't give up, you can't lose. And like their whole season has taught them that that is just not true. That's a fucked up yeah. thing to say at this point. Yeah. You can. <laughs> you can, in fact, lose. Uh, now, the next musical selection is You Better Run by Unions. It's kind of a banger of a song. I really liked it. Uh, and at this point, Britta does football so good and gets a point. Heyo. And Hiram's mad that he slow-mo breaks his clipboard on his knee. Oh, the Hell note yeah. that I wrote is that the game is not 56 to 0. It's 52 to 0. Uh, oh, which means that the really good football's been fucked up at least four times. Yeah, <laughs> right. Woof. I think four yeah. times. Their, yeah, their 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 extra point kicker just fucking sucks. <laughs> maybe they were he taking. Missed, maybe they gave the kicker half. the night off. <laughs> yeah, he missed half of the extra point kicks. That is terrible, <laughs> Jim. You're talking like you know football right now because I don't. You did math about points. 
Yeah. I know that you, you get generally seven points at a time because a, a touchdown is six and then you kick an extra point. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, okay. There are, there are other ways to score, but getting to 52 is pretty unlikely without fucking up, I think. Mm. <laughs> uh, after the game... Derek comes over to say good game. So good job, Derek. You're you're a good person. Yeah, Derek doesn't Aww. suck exactly. His mom might suck a little, but she's doing what's best for him. She wasn't wrong though. Yeah. And she had to talk to Archie, so I think she was correct yeah. to be irritated. Yeah, exactly. You can you can suck and still not be wrong. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But she was correct and had to talk to Archie, so I yeah. give her yeah. She did exactly what I would have done. Yeah. Um, she is in the right here. We agree on that. Back at school, Jughead learns that uh, happily for all of us, Lerman and the Logan fam have left Riverdale. So we are must never again be subjected to having to say or write Lerman. Oh, yeah. No, they're all dead. Thank God. Is a relief. They, they are. They are uh, all they're, dead. They're the- up. They're up in the sexy Mothman. The, yeah, the, the trash bag killer came <laughs> for them all. Yep. Uh, wow. Betty uh, walks into FP's house, and Ellis is there being very sad because Glenn Scott is in there having told Alice that it was, in fact, Polly's blood. And now Glenn says he will personally be taking over this case. And I hate that because now we have to deal with having Glenn in this show. Bleh. Yeah, so my... Didn't we just get rid of Bad Chatty? We don't have yeah, to Glenn. fucking do Yeah, it. why Glenn. must we be trotting them all? Like, why? <laughs> yeah, also, uh, this is a missing person case. Uh, if it was a kidnapping, the FBI might have a reason to be involved. They, they get involved in kidnappings. Uh, but not, not, not so much missing persons. I think... Uh, Does the Lonely Highway cross state lines? It's very possible, but still not for a missing person case. If it was a murder, but there's no body, so it's not a murder. Yeah. It's a missing person. There's probable cause for murder? I don't know. I'm really trying to make it work, but... Uh, anyway... There's a lot of blood. I, I don't agree that an FBI agent should be involved in this, let alone a fake FBI agent like Betty. Uh, yeah, for so sure. So this all sucks. <laughs> like, most mm-hmm. most television shows... When an FBI agent gets involved in the the crime situation, they come up with a reason for that. Yeah, because <laughs> an FBI agent showing up and getting involved in things is unusual. They've they've got other shit yeah. they're doing, <laughs> and so on a crime show, you have to come up for a reason for that. Not so on Riverdale. <laughs> Nothing no. makes sense here. Just whatever is convenient for the plot, uh, but, but but plot is followed by uh, question mark in Glenn, the real FBI agent, certainly won't find out that Betty tortured a guy and left him tied up in the woods to die. Nah, uh, of course not. Uh, so it, yep. it, it comes down to, with the information that we now know, um, either Betty is the trash bag killer while sleepwalking, um, or it's just mm. Glenn. It's it's one of the two of them. It has to be, right? <laughs> Based on what we've seen so far. It won't be. It'll be some new character that we've never seen before that int- introduced just before they yeah. reveal who it is. But It's another secret sibling. Yeah, based on, yeah. on what we know right now, it's either Glenn or Betty. Mm-hmm. They mentioned sleepwalking, so now it could be Betty. Glenn? Glenn, yes. 
Yes. Blen. <laughs> Get it's Blen. Getty. Getty. <laughs> Riverdale. Anyway, we did it. That's the end of the episode. Oh, we it's did it. Such a bad wow. <laughs> God, I had so much fun. This, this episode was I don't know about especially you, terrible. Hachi Machi, having to type the word Lerman multiple times yeah. is was a trial and a tribulation. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Every time my notes app was like, you can't mean that. You can't. You can't possibly mean, mean that. No. I, at the very beginning, I, I typed Archie is coaching football. Jesus Christ. And it kept autocorrecting it. And I was like, no. <laughs> No, I said what I said. What I said. I said good day. (laughs) I had to go back and retype it several times to get it to it. (laughs) And now it just has the squiggly line. Oh man, Uh, glorious! (coughs) Finally made it. Um, Well, thank you very much for listening this week, everybody. Holy shit, we made it. I gotta go Jesus. back and see how People? that guy says stasis because it is horrible. God, <laughs> it's a Statham pod. It's Jason Statham. <laughs> that would have been fine. Um, I'll tell you, so I'll yeah, watch something the, with Jason Statham. I don't care how bad it is. Would you watch Beekeeper? That new Jason Statham I movie? Probably will. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I haven't yet, but does he keep bees? I think. I think that's his uh, job title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's a beekeeper, but he also does a lot of punches. Sure. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Um, as we've previously found on on Riverdale, uh, honey is antiseptic. Yep. No no bacteria. Maple syrup is not. No bacteria is in your honey. Maple syrup is not antimicrobial. Okay. Syrup is <laughs> hypermicrobial. It'll everything will eat it. Hypermicrobial. Uh, <laughs> um, so I guess Archie is a bad football coach with a bald cap. Um, <laughs> Perhaps the best bit of the episode. Yeah, maybe the best bit of the episode. Um, <laughs> Veronica bribes children to as incentive. Um, Red switches sides. Kevin has a breakdown. Betty has a breakdown. Jughead finds a kid that's sleepwalking. Cheryl was doing something. I can't remember. Ooh. Uh, she, did a she was trying to get, get Kevin and Fangs to back Fangs. together. Ah. Yeah. Gotcha. Man, her dance was bad. Damn. Um, but I think that was all the, the main plot points of this episode. Yeah, I it assume, seems good. I hope. Um, so, yeah. We're on the internet. Uh, we're at Riverdale Runs on Twitter and Blue Sky and Riverdale underscore runs on Instagram. And our email is artipod at gmail.com. That's A-R-T-I-P-O-D at gmail.com. Oh, uh, hey, if you're... It's our initials. Uh, it, I don't know what got me started on this, but in the last week, um, Hulu recommended The Musketeers to me. Um, and I've seen it before. It's a BBC TV show. There's like three or four seasons. Oh, yeah, I've uh, seen that. It is spectacular. It is a really, really good television program. It's on Hulu. Give, 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 All right. give it a shot. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Nice. It's British people being French people. What could go wrong? <laughs> That's most of history, right? Um, yeah, that is most of yeah, history. Right? 
Sure. Most of the history of that area of the world is French uh, people being French people and vice versa. I just, yeah. I remember the villains in it are all terrific. Each each season has a new, like, big bad. And the first one is uh, Capaldi as uh, Cardinal Richelieu. Uh, and he's just terrific. Wow. He's just terrific Damn. as the villain. Got a Capaldi in the first season. Yeah, Holy he's, shit. He is so good. Damn. Um... And then lastly, our intro and outro song is Smooth Passenger by White Bones, which you can find wherever you want if you like jazz. Um, and that's it, I think, for all the stuff. I guess we'll post the once we'll post the Bad News Bulldogs and the Fancy School Horsies stuff to see if people want oh, it. But man. That was mainly just a bit. It's a bit, um, but like, you, you followed through pretty well. <laughs> Well, it turns out if you search uh, in the web browser uh, custom crew neck maker, it'll come up with a pretty good tool. Um, <laughs> so, you so just type into the internet what it is you're looking for. Odds are. It'll probably, yeah, it'll probably pop up. Um, so, yeah. And I think that's it. Have a great week. Find Jory you can. Um, maybe... Uh, take some dance lessons so you can absolutely wreck a 30-year-old woman yeah, who is I, dancing. You know, and then- <laughs> to that, I, I don't think the dance is necessarily awful, considering they shoot an episode of this show in, like, two and a half days. <laughs> right? Like, somewhere somewhere between two and yeah. four days is how long they get to shoot an episode of this, this program. So wow. any amount of choreography that they have is actually kind of an achievement to, to bang mm. out that quickly. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Uh, but it still feels bad to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Listen, it's, it's, I want to say, it's not Madeline Page's fault. They never asked her when she was hired if she could dance. Yeah. Right. They also never asked if anybody could sing. Oh, I'm like, sure yeah. they asked if anybody could sing. Oh, for sure. Everybody on this show can so. sing, except for Younghead. Yep. Oh, Younghead. <laughs> Um, and then lastly, be kind and uh, don't fuck by the highway. The lonely highway. Bye. The lonely <laughs> highway. Bye.